Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm Patty Holiday, your host and head fangirl in charge. Uh, just a reminder, if you haven't subscribed or given us one of those five-star reviews, I'd really appreciate it. It helps other fangirls find us in the algorithm. And as we all know, it is no fun to fangirl alone. So help a sister out and throw up some of those reviews for us, okay? Uh, I also wanted to let you know about a new weekly segment that is kicking off, and I don't know, you might have already listened to it already. Being the deep ender that I am, I knew in 2020 (laughs) that I could not have a dedicated space in my life for one of the biggest loves that I discovered in 2019, which is Schitt's Creek, guys. It's Schitt's Creek. Now, If you haven't caught up on this show just yet, uh, you need to get on that. It is on Netflix. It's on Pop TV. Uh, I have a link where you can also find it for all of your season six viewing because I know that's a big question right now. If you're not in Canada, you might be wondering how you can actually watch the show live. I got you. I got you. I'll put that link in the show notes. Uh, Season six is also going to be the final season of Schitt's Creek. And... It's just my favorite. It is just my favorite. So in honor of that, I decided to go ahead and add a segment to the weekly podcast that I hope you guys will be able to tune in for. And it's just going to be talking about all the episodes of Shit's Creek after they happen. So yes, it will be spoilerish if you are holding off, if you're waiting to binge it all at one time, if you're waiting for like October when it shows up on Netflix, I get that. Skip over all of those shows. However, if you're like me and you just can't wait and you need to know what happens with everybody in the Rose family, come join me. It's probably going to drop every Wednesday. Yeah, I think every Wednesday is what we're going to try to do is record it and drop it really quickly. (laughs) immediate instant gratification because that is also how this fangirl rolls. Uh, But anyway, that's just a heads up and something for you to be looking forward to as 2020 develops. All right. But that is not what this podcast is about. That is not what this one's about. Today is going to be kind of a little bit of a mismatch of things. And it's in honor of all you uh, new year, new you peeps out there who are looking to start off running or getting some of your health back or walk running, uh, just trying to get back in shape. Look, I'm you. You are my people. I'm right there with you on this. So we're going to talk about that. Um, and the fact of the matter is that when this episode airs, I will be landing in MCO and heading straight to the Run Disney Expo for Marathon Weekend. Ah! So yes, we are going to talk about Run Disney today, Um, but we are also going to talk specifically about getting started as a runner and preparing for that first Run Disney event. If you're someone who has watched your Disney-loving friends on social media go off on these races and thought, man, 2020, this is the year that I make it happen. This is the year that I run Disney. Have we got a podcast for you? We are here to help you out and to help you hopefully get started, at least maybe answer some of those questions on how do I get started. This idea also came from a listener, Megan Jenkins, if you're out there. uh, This one's for you. I got an email from Megan back in October after the Run Disney 101 series came out, and she suggested that we have this discussion. So here we are. Here we are. Took me a little while. Sorry about that, but here we are. 
Now on the podcast today is my fellow Run Disney addict, Kimberly Stroh from Savvy Mama Lifestyle. Hey, Kim. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, gosh, absolutely. Now tell us a little bit about yourself and where the people can find you online. Sure. I'm the founder of SavvyMamaLifestyle.com, and I share tips on fitness, entertainment, uh, family, and food. And um, you can find me on all the social media handles, basically, at with Savvy Mama Lifestyle. Perfect, perfect. All right. Uh, we are also going to talk kind of from the this is one thing to know guys and neither Kimber, Kimberly and I we're not we're not expert runners <laughs> uh, <laughs> far 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 from it we are definitely in the complete not compete category of mm-hmm. runners uh, at least I am and I just want to make that clear that we are not going to be sitting here giving you like expert running advice. No, no, we are not. What we are going to talk about and what we are experts on is this whole idea of starting, stopping, and also both of us have a little bit of experience at running at a variety of shapes, sizes, weights, pre-babies, (laughs) post-babies. You know, we've been all over the map in our running career. And so this is also talking as plus size runners. It's not easy, guys. It's not easy to get out there and get started. But it's worth it, right? Mm-hmm, for sure. All right. All right. Just want to make sure that we're on the same page as far as that is concerned. Definitely. I <laughs> all over the map. <laughs> yeah. All over the map. Me too. Me too. I mean, having those babies, there's definitely a before and after aspect to that. And even though my last baby is eight years ago, uh, I'm still in that after aspect of things. It probably doesn't. It probably does not. All right. So let's start here. Uh, why did you start running? Tell me, tell me, as I as I like to ask people, tell me your origin story when it comes to, I don't know, are we going to call this a running fandom? I guess we are. Sure. But I'll be honest, I, I'm not a fan. I, I'm not a fan of running. I have a I, relationship with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give my origin story here in a few minutes, but go ahead and give me yours. Tell me how you started running or what what why why you got into specifically run disney sure in 2012 i was i have loved pinterest long before i was ever a blogger and i found run disney through pinterest of all places and i saw photos of the princess half marathon and i was a teenager in college and um i gosh i love dressing up i love disney princesses love going to disney we've been disney vacation club members and i've been going to disney my whole life and so when i found out about the princess half marathon it was something i had to be a part of so you could say that run disney is the reason why i started running and just you know fangirling and running the races and getting dressed up like let me just repeat getting dressed up was the main reason <laughs> running through the castle it just all sounded so magical and i thought gee i know i bet i could do a half marathon and um i told my husband like the crazy idea and he was like a half marathon do you know how many miles that is <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah and i just took it i signed up and he was like okay i guess we're doing this it was a crazy time in my life because we were in the middle of moving. Um, oh, wait. Did he run with you? He did not. So he did not okay. even pick up his running shoes until oh, 2016. So that's post-kids. So okay, that's like, gotcha. pre-kids for me. And um, I downloaded the training plan. I signed up. And I literally followed one – didn't have a treadmill. Followed one training day at a time. Always went outside for my training runs. And um, then I – we were in the middle of 
moving. So <laughs> there was a chance, believe it or not, that I was not going to be able to complete the Princess Half Marathon because we didn't know when our closing date was. Everything was entirely up in the air. But no matter what, I kept training. And as luck would have it, we closed in our house and then went to Disney the next day. Oh my <laughs> gosh, how funny. We put all the boxes in the house and went and I ran my first half marathon. So Run Disney is definitely the reason I started running. Okay. Okay. Well, strangely enough, Run Disney is not why I started running. I started running for health. I was an athlete growing up and as a kid, I played soccer like from the time I was, I don't know, four or five all the way through high school and then completely stopped all of that nonsense. And um, the funny thing was I was... when you play soccer, you run the entire time. That's what you do. That's what the sport is. And I hated running. I hated running every second of it. I have never enjoyed it. But when I was playing a game, the game was the distraction. And so I really didn't pay attention to the fact that I was actually running, you know, for an hour and a half or whatever, however long those games were in high school. I don't even remember what the, the, the lengths were anymore. But um, so I guess you could say I always was a runner, but I've always been that reluctant runner. When we had mm-hmm. off season in high school, you know, what we worked out in the weight room and then we ran on certain days. And I was always moaning and groaning and hated having to run the mile or if they made us run the big loop, which was a mile and a half. Like I hated doing that. It was just like the worst thing in the entire world. So I always laughed so hard that I went from there to being somebody who has, I think I finished 23 half marathons. I don't know how many 10Ks or 5Ks anymore. I've lost track. I and my, <laughs> yeah, I stopped counting. And my one and only, <laughs> trust me, only marathon <laughs> is done. One and done, one and done. So then fast forward to, you know, kids and whatnotting. And I had uh, just had my fourth kid and, really was just looking for something kind of to take back me and also to lose weight. Like, hey, if I could run and lose weight, I was Mm -hmm. all down for this plan. And I had a bunch of mommy friends, my April 2005 birth board that we had all had babies in 2005. And then a few of us had babies in 2007. And this was after the 2007 baby. So I've been a runner since 2007 because we all thought this was a great idea to like jump in and start running in order to lose the baby weight. So cool, cool, cool. We all do it. And it was... At that time, you know, I would do 5Ks, I would do 10Ks. I was, I I was never fast, but I was definitely much more in shape and much faster than I am now. Um, And and it did help. I did lose, I did lose some of the weight, so that was exciting. Well, what was even more exciting though than all of that was when. As a group, these mommy friends and I decided that we should like really up our ante and, hey, has anybody thought about running a half marathon? (laughs) And I was the first one that said, no, that's stupid. That's so dumb. There's no way I'm doing a half marathon. A half marathon is way too far. Do you got like your husband, do you realize how many miles that is? I I mean, I was just Mm -hmm. like, it was laughable. I remember like laughing at the keyboard, you know, and, and typing in and just going, you guys are insane. And my friend Summer, Summer says, oh, that's too bad because I saw this and she puts a link down and she goes, and I just thought, I don't know, it might be a lot of fun. And it was the link to the Princess Half Marathon Weekend. Uh. Uh, I clicked the link. I legit signed up immediately, Uh, (laughs) came back and said, and said, guess what, guys? I'm running a half marathon. Who's going with me? (laughs) 
There you <laughs> and go. that's how it all started. Yeah. So, you know, the, the funny thing is, is all roads for me and for you, like lead through Disney. And that's what's kept me running. It's what's kept me in the game. <laughs> it's what's kept me uh, the highs and lows. And it's it's definitely kept me sane over the last couple of years with all these kids and mm-hmm. stress of just being, just being, you know, living your life sometimes a good my, couple miles run is such great therapy. So that's how I got into it. And that's how, that's how I started. So again, uh, for anybody who's keeping track, total reluctant runner. I only run for Disney. <laughs> wow. uh, I am too now. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, it, that's just, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, you find your why and uh, the bottom line is I'm a lot healthier then I would be if I if I didn't have that aspect in my life, and so I see nothing, no downside. <laughs> Find your reason why, right? Right, exactly. Keep that motivation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you got started, what training plan were you doing? I, there's a couple of different training plans that are out there, and I definitely feel like. Everybody can research and look and and find the plan for them. But for me, as the brand new first time runner, and every time that I've had to press reset and start over, which by the way, I've been sick for three weeks, so I might be hitting that (laughs) reset button uh, here real soon again. Um, But for me, it's always been the Couch to 5K program. And we'll talk a little bit about what that entails. But what have you uh, experienced any other training programs when you've when you started running or that you go back to or that you use yourself? Yeah, since Run Disney is really the reason why I started running, um, I always go back to the Jeff Galloway method. And um, do you want to explain a little bit who Jeff Galloway is? Yeah, so Jeff Galloway, uh, for those that don't aren't familiar with the name, Jeff Galloway is uh, an Olympian, a former Olympian. I guess you're always an Olympian once you're an Olympian. <laughs> Uh, and he actually lives there with you in Atlanta, doesn't he? Yes. Um, so lifetime runner, Jeff Galloway, he was a college athlete that went to the Olympics, I think in 1972. And he's basically made a whole career talking about and teaching people how to run. Uh, and he's also like the super nicest guy in the entire world. Uh, all of us, you know, that are familiar with Red Disney, he's at the expos and you can walk up and have a chit chat with him. If you see him on the race course, even you can have a chit chat with him. Like he's so nice. Uh, So he is, I don't know, famous, at least famous in my world for developing, creating the run, walk, run method. And that's what most of us, well, I won't even say most of us, but a lot of us that run Disney, that's what we use uh, for our training plans and our race day uh, plan, I guess. I don't know. What would you call it? What do you call it? Uh, whatever, whatever we do on the race course. That's what I, that's what I call it. <laughs> Your training plan in run Disney provides, um, the Jeff Galloway, the free training plans that he creates just specifically for run Disney. And so you can go to their down website and download them. And that's basically what I did is, I mean, I was so old school. I just signed up and I was like, Oh, a training plan. Okay. I downloaded it and put it up on the calendar and you just, literally follow his, um, what the mileage that he has set out for each day. And it's a run, walk, run program. So the idea is that you're going to be less prone to injury and you're going to save your energy throughout the race because you're taking these walk breaks. And so one of the biggest, um, misnomers I have when I started running is I thought like walking wasn't allowed in a race. (laughs) 
I thought, you know, nobody walks and everybody runs the entire race. And that's just not true. And so don't let that intimidate you from running is that you can't walk because absolutely, absolutely. Right. And so, um, I set up, I think I, oh, I've been all over the map with my intervals. I've done like one-to-one, you know, run a minute, walk a minute after kids. I was like, run 15 seconds, walk a minute. <laughs> so you can tailor it to your specific needs and what you're going through. Um, you know, if you come off an injury, if you're just starting, or if you even want to be competitive. So he even talks about how he trains people to like qualify for Boston, things that I could never even dream of through his method. And so you can be um, a competitive runner and still use the Jeff Galloway training method. Oh, you absolutely can. Uh, I I know a couple of people who be cute and they are Galloway followers. They are hardcore, mm-hmm. you know, in, into it. So yeah, there's no there's no shame in the walking game uh, if if that is something that works for you. So Jeff Galloway's programs are right there on the Run Disney website, RunDisney.com. They put them out before each race and it's tailored uh, on the calendar for each race. So, I mean, there's really no brainer here. It's, I mean, it's, it's so easy to, to figure out what you need to do. If you don't want to do walk breaks, you don't have to do walk breaks. Just follow the mileage you know, plans that are, that are in there and go from there. Now, if you're brand, 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 brand spanking new and you just are really intimidated or don't know where to start, I started with the Couch to 5K program. This is something that's going to ease you into the idea is literally you were sitting on the couch for months and months on end. You don't want to go out and just like start running because that might freak you out. It might be too hard. It might injure yourself. There's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't necessarily want to go that route. So I like the couch to 5k because it gives you it's kind of it kind of does the the run walk run idea, but it's a little bit it, it's not quite the uh, like when I'm doing a Galloway program I I like will run for 15 seconds walk for 15 seconds or run for 30 seconds walk for 30 seconds or one minute one minute you know whatever something like that um, with the Couch to 5K though the early weeks are definitely heavier walking and less running and then around the half point, you swap and you start doing more running than you're doing walking, but you're still having some walk breaks. And then by the end of it, I believe it's like full. I never get to the end because I always just keep doing my Galloway. (laughs) Um, And I, and I, I don't like to just straight run anymore. Uh, and there's a reason for that too. I'll tell you in just a minute because it's really stupid. Oh, I think but, it's the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a reason why I don't like to just straight run anymore. Uh, anyway, so Couch to 5K is another really great program. And you can find – there's apps galore out there that yeah. you can download. They're free and find one that fits you, fits your style, fits the music you like. I mean, there's all kinds of different – you know, versions out there. So f- find what you're looking for. If you really want like a, just a, a brand spanking new runner kind of situation, check those out, see if that works for you. Uh, then when you're ready to actually train for something, there's things like Jeff Galloway. There's also the Hal Higdon program. Mm-hmm. I've never uh, followed Higdon. I've just been so comfortable with, with Galloway that why rock the boat? However, I know he's popular as well. Have you ever used any of his training programs before? 
I have not personally, but I have friends who are really familiar with it. And you run more days a week than the Jeff Galloway method, but your mileage is actually a little bit lower. So Mm. if you're doing a full marathon, for instance, instead of getting up to like that 23 mile mark, you're only training to 18. So give and take. And I feel like it's a little bit more competitive. Like if you're, you know, if you're really trying to push the limits, that's a good Mm -hmm. one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's, I also think that when you're looking at training programs, something to keep in mind is that what your goals are and the kind of person at your heart, you know, that you are like, for example, for me, if when I did my marathon, I had only trained up to 18 miles, I would have mentally known that I had so many more miles to go that during the race, once I hit 18, I would have freaked out. Like it would have yeah. mentally, I would have just shut down going, I, I can't go any farther. Like that's too far. There's still, let me do the math. What is that? Six, seven, eight miles, right? After eight, right. after 18. That's a lot of miles, y'all. <laughs> uh, so for me, when I trained for the marathon, I think I went up to uh, two twenties and maybe a 22. And that was more mental for me than it ever was physical. It was so that I knew what it felt like to go that far or that I could remember and remind mm-hmm. myself that I had been that far before. So only having to pull out four extra miles, like, you know, I could handle that, like, but trying to pull out like extra miles would have killed me and it would have been bad. So I think that's also something to consider, not that you're going to probably go from couch to marathon. However, <laughs> um, and you're going to be addicted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once, once you get started, once you start running those five K's, uh, you, it, it's very easy to finally get to that point. However, uh, once you start running, just keep in mind that know yourself and set yourself up for success by picking a training plan that you know you can do. If you can't run that many days of the week, keep that in mind. If a lower mileage is a better plan for you, keep that in mind. Like there, you know, you got to, you got to know a little bit about yourself when you're going to pick one out. There is no one size fits all. I think when it comes to running plans, it's definitely a, what works for you isn't going to work for me necessarily. Right. Exactly. And you have to be flexible with what you're looking for and kind of pair it to your lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So I mentioned, (laughs) I mentioned why I don't just run straight anymore and it, it is because I get bored. Oh, we have different reasons. <laughs> we have different reasons. Okay, so so this is that is my reason. Um, I I like having quick turnover in 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 my intervals. So my intervals are always really short, and the reason is mentally. If I'm running for like two or three minutes, I'm bored. I am so bored. I can't <laughs> I can't stand it anymore. But if I am like knowing that I run and run, 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 and then ding, ding, ding. Like I have something to look forward to that ding to tell me to go ahead and switch to a walk. And the the key for me is I can't switch to a walk break. It has to be just a fast walk. I If I slow down and really like slow down for a, a, a like I'm strolling. Uh, yeah, that's, that's no, no bueno that I've strolled <laughs> through way too many races and uh, that doesn't do it for me. I have to uh, make sure that that walk is just a fast walk. And that's that's my struggle. That's my challenge is to, to keep that going. But for me, I have to have those turnovers uh, mentally to kind of propel me through. So that's that's why it's not that I can't run 
for three miles. It's literally, I get bored and that makes me hate it even more. So <laughs> uh, you got to find what works for you guys. <laughs> there's there's no right answer here <laughs> or no wrong answer here. There's definitely a right answer. There's no wrong answer here though. What is your reason? How come you don't run straight anymore? Oh, and you're, you totally beat me on the number of kids, but even after two kids, my bladder needs a break. Oh, I just, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Real talk, real talk. Yeah. Uh, oh. If you ever want to know where the bathrooms are and the Run Disney Race courses, I am your girl because you'll probably find me in them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all these babies and it's not, it's not fun. But, uh, that being said, that's, that's another, that's another good reason to throw in those walk breaks if you need them. Um, and like I said, I call them walk breaks, but it's just to say it's different than continually straight running through. Right. Right. And it's running is funny because as soon as you start doing these run Disney events, you're going to have all sorts of random questions. Like where's the bathroom and where's the closest bathroom before? Like the running through the castle. So you have the best picture. Yes. yes. How do you you pose for a picture? And Patty has all of your answers. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Noguiltdisney.com. There's all kinds of resources and all kinds of information because those are the kinds of things that were important to me and have continued to be important to me Mm -hmm. as I run these races. And so I do the research and I put it out there to share with you, share with the people who might be interested in that. Uh, Now, Kim, you actually have a, since we're talking about blog posts, you have a really great one for folks who maybe signed up, then maybe something happened. And instead of being able to run a marathon or in your case, run Adobe, you ended up having to walk a majority of your Adobe. Tell me what happened there and why that happened. And Show people your medal because you know what? Your medal looks the same as the person who won the dang thing. So exactly. <laughs> about finishing and finishing strong. And um, this blog post is so popular this time of the year because there's two mistakes I think that people make with Run Disney is either they don't train at all, which I'll be quite honest, I have been there, um, and they go into a race or they like almost overtrain and they end up injured. Mm-hmm. And so you really have to find that happy medium. And so my husband and I, um, who is, he is not a runner and he is officially retired after this dopey challenge. <laughs> but, um, this is, he asked me to do my second marathon and do the dopey challenge because of all the anniversary medals. And he kind of watched me for a few years doing run Disney events. And he thought, Hey, I can do it. And I'm going to just go big or go home. And so we did the 2018 dopey challenge and we walked the entire thing. In fact, he had never run more than a 10 K distance in a race before signing up for dopey, which is like, we told people that weekend and their mouths just dropped. and so we decided our game plan was going to be to walk and to finish strong that we could do a 16 minute mile pace or under for the entire distance and my this article and i'll i'll have to give you the link for the show notes um i share tips like we talked about for the run disney runners just kind of know at this point like getting to the crowds early should you stop for character breaks do you have the time for that um i used (laughs) i used the men's restroom so i didn't have to wait in a line because Mm -hmm. Time is of the essence. And I you, I just wanted that shiny medal because like you said, everybody is finishing and you all get that medal. And to me, it was less of a social thing, like the 5Ks or less of um, taking pictures with characters. It was more about you know, completing this task with my husband and getting him through this 48.6, is it six miles now? And um, completing it with him and finishing. And we, oh, 
we did really well and was really, really proud of us. And um, there was a, cha- a time going into Hollywood Studios up that hill and uh, we could see the balloon ladies, which Patty has an excellent post on the balloon ladies, if you need to know more about them. But they kind of um, keep the time, the 16-minute mile pace time. And they were right behind us. And we were told, like, you have three minutes to get into Hollywood Studios, which mm. oh, that, that just lights a fire under you. Mm-hmm. My husband was like, I think I'm going to have a heart attack. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh like, and he, oh, he was like, I'm just going to get on one of these buses. And I was like, no, you're not. Like, if you want to, to test your marriage, definitely run. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we got we got through Hollywood Studios and got to that final um, path to the boardwalk. And it, I've never felt such relief in my life. And that's when we, that is when we decided to stroll. But, yeah, you know, well, you know what? I know that feeling because that's exactly how I felt when I finally made it to the board uh, that boardwalk uh, or that okay. that path was such a relief and such a a, a moment of wow, I I'm actually going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Like that was when I I guess I when I finally believed that it was going to actually happen. So I get it. I totally get it. And there's there's a lot of strategy, and I felt like we did so strong for the half marathon. And then I told him I was like, well, we're going to double it tomorrow. And he just looked at me. Um, so <laughs> definitely, the marathon is the is the big hurdle in the Adobe Challenge, and you have to be strategic about your plan, especially if you're going to walk. Um, but I think you know, Run Disney is very walker friendly and very doable. And, um, if you're not a runner, don't be intimidated by signing up for a run Disney race. Okay. Well, that's my, that's my next question is if you have somebody who's interested, who's, um, considering it, what, what's your biggest tip to get them to finally like make that plunge and to go for it? Oh, I'd say start with small chunks, you know, sign up for that 5k first, test the waters, see what it's like. I did a few local races. I did a 5K, 10K and home before I did the half marathon so I could see what a race was like. So start with small chunks. And then once you feel comfortable, you can work your distance up. But um, I just think the magic of, what do they say? Every mile is magic. (laughs) (laughs) Pulls you in and you definitely get sucked in. And it's easy to hit that register button. And then that's exactly what we did with every time with Adobe Challenge. So. Uh, yeah, it definitely is easy to get sucked in and to, to get, to get excited about it because it is, it is, it's, it's like, it's, it's an event and it's an experience like no other. And I don't know. I just, I keep going back. I can't. <laughs> the hardest part is waking up early. Oh, it definitely is. It definitely is. And I would, I would absolutely say that you're right on the money when it comes to, um, if you're a first time runner, if this is something that you're just getting um, interested in, uh, look, I'm totally big on YOLO, go big, go home. Like if you want to just go ahead and jump in with all feet and try to make a big, huge, scary goal and make it happen in 2020, I applaud you do it. However, however, if you really are, you know, somebody who is brand new starting out, there's uh, the medals are great for the 5K. <laughs> let me just tell you. Uh, mm-hmm. And the 5Ks are so much fun. The 10K is great. I do want to give one heads up, though, for anybody that is looking at possibly looking at the um, 2020 or 2021 races, the 5K and the 10Ks are the two most popular distances at this point, and they do sell out rather quickly. Yes. Now, my big tip to you is to talk to your friendly travel agent, Holla. 
right here. I'm right here in case you're wondering. Uh, Because we can actually book those races before they go on sale to the general public with a two-night stay. So keep that in mind. If that is something that you are interested in doing, there's still uh, half marathon bibs for the Princess Half Marathon uh, 2020 available. There's I can get you in any of the races for the Star Wars race, which is happening the Rival Run weekend. Uh, That's happening in April. And all of the races are on sale through your travel agents, but not on sale for the general public just yet for the Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend in November of 2020. I'm also, now that this this uh, podcast is out, I am now able to also book you for Marathon Weekend 2021. All good things. Uh, definitely happy to help you out. I'll put a link if you're interested in getting a quote for any of those races. I'll put a link in show notes so you guys can find that too. But that's my biggest tip is that if you're looking specifically for the 5 or the 10K races, they do sell out. They sell out quickly. So be prepared to sign up on the day that public public races go on sale or let me know in advance and we can hook you up and get you set up. And then you can sit back and watch all the craziness ensue because you've already taken care of your race bibs, you know, got that covered for you. All right, Kim. Well, this has been fun. I hope it's also been helpful. I hope that this has inspired somebody or at least given them some things to think about. If you have any other questions or concerns, or if we have totally said the wrong thing, I am also welcome to the feedback. Please feel free to uh, email me, message me, tweet me, uh, let me know. You can come to the blog, noguiltfangirl.com or noguiltdisney.com, either place. I'm on both of them and you'll be able to find my contact information there. So we can talk and uh, hopefully answer or clarify anything that we weren't able to cover today. And uh, Kim, when's your next race? Well, it's supposed to be Princess, but now I think I'm just doing the 5K at Princess. So um, hopefully we'll push it to Star Wars. Fingers crossed. All right. All right. Well, uh, you know, I'll be there. So I hope we get, I hope we get to see each other <laughs> at one or both of these events. That would be a lot of fun. because it's always fun to each other. I know we do. We, that one random time when we were at Magic Kingdom and I think I looked over at Pecos Bills and you're like, Patty. <laughs> it's oh that's the fun of run disney races there you go running into everyone uh, running into everyone mm-hmm. on and off the course is what makes it all so magical all right well thanks for stopping by the no guilt fangirls podcast and if you're around this weekend i will see you out there i'm also gonna hopefully record later on uh this week with some special guests, the balloon ladies, y'all. They, oh, they, yeah. yeah, we're going to try to make it happen. Um, so hopefully their schedule like works out. But uh, we reached out, we had some discussions about this. So we're going to try to get together. And if I can get some uh, insider tips from the balloon ladies, you know, we're going to share it with you. All right. All right, guys. Thanks, Kim. Thank you for having me.